0: Hello and welcome to the Illuminated Podcast. I am your host Lisa Luminaire and this podcast episode is a recording of a live that I did on Facebook and Instagram and it is on the topic of shoulds and supposed tos because most people ask me what they should do with their lives and I also go into details about the reason why we feel that we should do things. So I hope that you find this episode helpful and I will speak to you guys soon. We all have that question, don't we? What should I do with my life? (laughs) We all want to know. What should I do with my life? Well, And I'm doing this video about this topic because a lot of my clients ask me this question, what the hell should I do with my life? In some various form, whether it's like they're asking me what do I see around their business, relationship, or they say things like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do and it's not working, I don't know what to do anymore. And the answer that always comes through is there are no shoulds, and to drop the supposed tos. Because when we're living according to what we think we're supposed to be doing, we're not living according to our truth. We're not living according to our calling. Um, and usually when we do things we're supposed to be doing or we think we should be doing, we're bored out of our fucking minds or we... Are feeling very scattered and lost and that's why you buy will book a session with me because you want some clarity and guidance on the direction to take in your life I received this message from my guys like years ago when I was thinking about shoulds and the message was that there are no shoulds there isn't anything you should be doing because this human life is an experiment Everything we do is an experiment. So it doesn't actually matter what you do because whatever you do, you're going to learn something from it. So really the answer in the end is the only thing you should be doing is whatever lights you up. Like what is the thing that excites you the most? What is the thing when you consider it really lights you up and often is um doesn't make any sense like doesn't make any practical sense often your logical mind jumps in and goes oh but what about this and oh but how are we going to pay the bills and oh but that doesn't that's not what what are people going to think if i do that like all of those (laughs) things is what is the logical mind and it's not your intuition Your intuition will always tell you to do the thing that lights you up the most. And often, it will not make any sense. It certainly won't be practical. And um, it'll probably be something that people will tell you to be realistic about. (laughs) And if there's anything I can tell anybody, it's never, ever, ever let anybody tell you to be realistic. That's their stuff. If you're feeling called to do something, you honor that calling and you do it regardless of whether it is realistic. Because we are called to do the things we're called to do for a reason. And so we need to honor that calling. And the thing is, sometimes people ask me, but how do I know if it's a calling? Well, you can't stop thinking about it. It's on your mind all the time. It keeps coming up. And it both excites and scares you to consider doing. If you think about yourself doing it, it's really, really exciting, it really lights you up, but maybe it also is a little bit scary. That is your calling. So, for instance, people who wanna start a business, but they're afraid to show up on video or to talk about their personal story or to be seen in some way. But they're feeling very, very cold that people need them, people need what they have to say. So I always tell them, you have to shift your perspective from what are people gonna think to I'm being called to serve, it's my duty to show up and serve my people. And that is such a great way to shift your perspective about things and make you feel more empowered and um, confident to show up. And the the, the other thing to consider around that is we each have a very unique story. We have a unique frequency. We have a unique way that we look, a way that we speak, a way that we show up in the world. And each and, one, each and every one of us connects and resonates with specific people. And often when we're called to show up and do something or say something or create something, it's because we have um, the ability to activate others in a way that they need to be activated, but they can only be activated by us. So if you're not showing up and honoring your calling, you're kind of just robbing the activation that people need from you. And you not showing up means that People can't find you. They can't connect with you. So often we have to get over this feeling of what will people think and who am I to because it's not about that. It's not even about you. It's about honoring what you're called to do. And we have been given our specific life experiences um, in order to create a unique story that can resonate with people. So when you do finally decide it's time for you to show up because you're being called and it's your job to serve, you also need to show up authentically and honestly, exactly as you are. Because when you are showing up as you think you should show up or in a way that you think you're supposed to, you're not being authentic. So again, it's tuning into what is your heart asking you to do? What is your intuition telling you to do? and following that guidance, forget what the coaches are telling you to do, forget what that free download is telling you to do, forget what everything else is telling you to do, yes, use those structures to inform you, inform your actions, but always, always listen to your inner guidance, because that, your inner guidance knows the best for you at all times, always, it's the best coach, counsellor, therapist, everything that you'll ever need, and so you need to show up really authentically and fearlessly knowing that your unique way of being and your unique frequency is meant to be a signal to the people who are meant to find you and connect with you. And they can't connect and find you if you don't emit that signal to them. And they can't connect with you truly if you're not truly showing up, honestly, about your, you know, in in who you are and the way you are, there are a lot of like, you should show up in this way in your business, or you should show up in that way, ideas out there, which are great to be informed by, but don't take them as the rules. Because maybe you're the first person to create a new way of being. And you didn't hear it, because you weren't tuned in listening to yourself. That was like a like two different topics that came through and I really just wanted to talk about letting go of shoulds and supposed tos because again you know trying to live your life according to what you think you should be doing and what you think you're supposed to be doing is not living authentically and true to you and it drowns out your ability to hear your own inner guidance also known as intuition because you're looking outside of yourself for what you should be doing um And you're giving your power away to all of these other ideas that might have worked for other people or other people's opinions um, and their expectations of how you need to behave. But you are not living your life for other people and they are not living your life for you. So nobody can really tell you what you should be doing or have expectations of what you're supposed to be doing. Only you get to decide what is right for you, what lights you up what feels best for you and it's your job and up to you to honor those feelings that calling so yeah there's like another aspect to this so often we give our power away by looking outside of ourselves at what we, sh- we should be doing and the next step we should be taking um, and we get crippled by self-sabotage because we're not really following our own inner guidance um, and so the other thing that's coming through to, talk, to touch on is um, when we're experiencing self-sabotage, so self-sabotage is basically not doing the thing that you want to do because of fear and insecurity. And the only way to like slay that self-sabotage demon is to take brave and uncomfortable action. and You have to take the action that feels scary to you. And usually what happens is when you are brave enough to take that scary, uncomfortable action, you realize that the monster under your bed was really just a ball of fluff. And you had made it up in your mind that it was way scarier. And the only thing that created you to make up this idea that things were scarier than they are is old programming that was holding you back. So for instance, today I had a reading with somebody and um, she's an amazing, amazing creative. But when she was younger, she was shamed for being so freaking creative, like so skilled, so brilliant at her creativity. People were like, oh, she's so good at like, of course she is. Like, you know what I mean? I'm sure we've all experienced that in some degree, in some way. And now she is, she expressed this um, desire to connect with other creative communities. And she said to me, oh, it's so hard to find the communities. And I was like, no, it isn't. It's not hard to find these communities or connect with them what your problem is, is that you're afraid. You're afraid that if you go into these communities again and then you show your creativity that you're gonna be judged again. And so that shame conditioning that you developed from being judged in that way is triggering the safety mechanism in your subconscious and saying, it's hard. It's trying to hold you back. It's sabotaging you. And so the only way to, to kill that saboteur is to show up bravely and take the uncomfortable action. Because you never know, maybe she joins that creative community and she finds out that she's celebrated for her brilliance or she's given an opportunity to expand even more. So we have to become mindful of the um subconscious like conditioning and beliefs that are running the show. Because once we get mindful of that stuff, and it's always stuff that makes us stuck or makes us get feel anxiety or keeps us in a state of worry, when we start asking ourselves, or well, noticing, first of all, noticing, oh, I'm anxious, or I'm stuck, or I'm depressed, and you go, well, why? What, like, what have I been thinking about that's causing me to feel this emotion? And you backtrack a little bit and you figure out, oh, actually I've been focused on this. Where did that come from? Where did I learn that from? So you become more self-aware and introspective and you learn more about what's really running the show. And then you have the beautiful, brilliant gift of making a choice. Do I want to continue this narrative? Do I want to continue to identify with these stories? Do I want to continue with... to to allow these programming, this programming from my family, my church, my community, my educational system, all of that stuff, do I want to continue to allow it to run the show? Or am I going to decide that I don't do that anymore and I want something different from my life? Because ultimately you are always the one in control, always. You get to choose. If you say it's hard, it's going to be hard. You can change your life by changing the way you think. And the way and the way you change the way you think is by first noticing how you think and then choosing a different narrative. Well, I hope you found that clunky first live in a long time helpful. If you did or would like to ask me questions or contact me, you can send me a DM on Instagram at Lisa Luminaire or Facebook at Lisa Luminaire or head to my website lisaluminaire.com and send me an email through there. If you would like your own intuitive guidance session, I am taking bookings for the month of March and I look forward to connecting with you.